Well, today what we're going to kind of do is a little bit different than what would be a normal Sunday morning service. And so uh, one of the things that God does throughout Scripture is God reminds the children of Israel to celebrate. Right? It's really important that we celebrate the great things that God has done. God is always creating memorial stones and moments in the life of the children of Israel in the Old Testament where he is reminding them of what he has done. It's a time to kind of look back. And that's kind of what we're going to do today. We're going to kind of look back over the last 24 years. We're going to celebrate some things that God has done in the last 24 years. And then we're going to wrap up the very end of the service today. We're just going to kind of look ahead at kind of our next season. What's the next step Liberty Church is going to take as we kind of move forward into what God has for us? So 1 Samuel chapter 22, verse 1 and 2 is really the foundational scripture of Liberty Church. If you've never been through our connection track, you may have never even heard this scripture used. Uh, but this is the verse that 24 years ago, actually over 24 years ago, uh, I was praying and asked the Lord God, what is the next step you want me to take? And God spoke this scripture to me, and this scripture became the foundation for the birth of Liberty Church. So listen to it. It's 1 Samuel 22. It says, David therefore departed from there, escaped to the cave of Adalom. So when his brothers and all of his father's house heard it, they went down there to him. And everyone who was in distress, and everyone who was in debt... And everyone who was discontented, sounds like a rough group of people, doesn't it? Amen. <laughs> everyone who was distressed, indebted, and discontented gathered to him, and he became captain over them, and there were about 400 men with him. Now, when you read that scripture and we read it together today, that may not mean anything to you, but over 24 years ago, that scripture came alive. And the Lord spoke very specifically and purposely to my heart 24 years ago, of what we are doing now today and God just began to download the truth from that scripture so we're gonna kinda of just walk through that today and celebrate a little bit of those milestones along the journey so look at that first point for all you note takers so God spoke to me out of that verse and he said Keith I want you to build North Alabama's greatest church he never said biggest church but he definitely said greatest church and this is how he defined greatest he said a great church is a soul-winning disciple-making devil-stomping church right a great church is a church that is healthy, growing, and full of the love of Jesus. And a great church is a church that has great impact. And so the Lord began to birth that in my heart 24 years ago. And then he said, I want you to create a place where distress, that was that first word, where distressed people can find freedom. Literally a place where people can be saved, set free, and made whole. How many are glad that when you came to Liberty Church, you found a place where you could be saved, set free, and made whole? Anybody? So I'm going to walk you through just a couple dates. I think we've got these. We're going to put them on the screen for you. July the 5th, 1998 was our very first service 24 years ago with a whopping 14 people in attendance. Now look around the room today. 24 years ago, 14 people in a storefront building on Main Street in Arab were the opening seed of Liberty Church. March 1999, just not quite a year later, we moved out of our first building into our second building with about 50 people. I mean, we were growing and blowing. It was amazing, right? I mean, God was doing some awesome stuff, and we were having a great time. 
June of 2000, just a little over a year, we moved down into what we called our downtown campus. It was the old First United Methodist building. It's where our church offices are still located today. We moved into that building with about 100 people, and I mean, we were excited. For the first time, we had an official church building, we thought. You know, this was really neat. And uh, we actually had men's and women's restrooms for the first time in the history of the church. It was amazing. <laughs> it's amazing when you're small what you get excited about and we got excited about we had separate restrooms we no longer had to share restrooms anymore in those storefront buildings and what a great journey that was and then October 2009 uh, we actually opened what we're where we're at today what we now call our Arab campus we call this our Arab campus originally in 2009 we called this camp fire 34 acres of land and we broke ground and, and dedicated this facility and fire the word fire means fervent in reaching everyone and our vision really from the beginning was just to continually create places where we could reach people with the gospel and minister the gospel of Jesus Christ so the Bible tells us not to despise small beginnings because from 14 people in a storefront building 24 years ago, think about what God has done. Look at these numbers. We've had over 2,500 decisions for Christ just in our Sunday morning services. 2,500 people have been saved and set free just through our Sunday morning services. We've had over 3,000 decisions through our jail ministry, our Arab City Jail Ministry. And that ministry's actually been shut down for two years because of COVID. But prior to that, we've actually seen 3,000 decisions for Christ. And many of those people, or some of those people, are actually in the room today, right? Some of them are leading other people to Christ because they met Jesus in a jail cell. How many of you know that the Apostle Paul was a convict? Come on, somebody. He knows what it meant to be locked up. Now, maybe he wasn't locked up for the same reason you were locked up for. Come on, somebody. <laughs> 3,000 people. We've had over 600 decisions for Christ through our Celebrate Recovery Ministries. Amen. And then we really just don't have a great accurate count, but we've literally had hundreds of salvations through our outreach, our children's, our youth ministries, where we see people continually come to Christ. Literally every week, multiple people are coming to Christ. There is very rarely one week in the life of Liberty Church that somebody hasn't got saved and made a decision to follow Christ. And that's a pretty powerful statement saying we've been here for 24 years. Come on, give the Lord some praise. Amen. Praise God, that is awesome. Y'all say this with me. And, and we're, we're just, just getting, getting, say it real southern, getting, getting started. started. Amen. 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 We're just getting started. That's exciting. Uh, yeah, let's look at that next point. And uh, so God said 24 years ago that uh, we're to create a place where indebted people can be equipped, empowered, and released into their gifts, callings, for the glory of God. When I read that statement, I feel like that's the identity of our church. You know, that's who we are because that's who God is. And uh, I don't know about you, but I was, somebody say was, an indebted person. I was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind. But now I see, is that just me, anybody else? Amen. Anybody else? 
Hey, and I got good news. If you're here with us today or watching us online and you're currently lost yeah. or currently blind, man, you are in the right place. Amen. Trust God. Amen. Amen. Trust him and his word and his people. And I, I am so thankful. Our Holly Pond folks get to hear me talk about this all the time. If you're here and you don't know who I am, I'm Pastor Ian, Holly Pond Campus Pastor. But over 12 years ago, when I say I was lost and I was blind and I was indebted, y'all, I was about dead. I'm on borrowed time. Yeah, amen. Ian should be dead. I shouldn't have the family that I have. I shouldn't have the spiritual family that I have. I should not be a campus pastor. The reason I'm still standing is because of Jesus, amen. but also because of this church and because it equipped me. Come on, somebody. It, yeah. it empowered me. Yeah. Hey, Amen. And here's the good part. It released me. Yeah. And it trusted me. Yeah. Amen. And I'm thankful. And you better believe, was there opportunities for Ian to get drunk? Was there opportunities for Ian to use drugs? Was there opportunities for me to get into some wrong relationships? Yeah. How did I pass those tests? I was available but because this church equipped me, yeah. taught me truth. It empowered me to live in that truth, yeah. walk that truth out. And it released, and released me and trusted me to do that. Amen. Easter 2019, <laughs> Liberty Church released me and Pastor Jessica and trusted us to launch Holly Pond Campus. If you're one of our Holly Ponders, give a shout. Let me know if you're here. Hey, man, that sounds pretty loud. We got some Holly Ponders in the house, y'all. And I am so thankful for the grace of God and the favor of God. I tell them all the time, favor ain't fair. Amen. If you believe in Jesus, you got unfair favor. Yeah, and we have unfair favor in Holly Pond. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade my leadership team. I wouldn't trade the families that I've met. I wouldn't, it's, the, it's the most challenging thing that I've done. <laughs> But it's one of the most rewarding things that I've ever done with my life. And we have to stay in a place of faith and trust in God. And I want to thank everyone from a Holly Pond campus. Without you, we would not still be standing. I read a statistic. If a church makes it five years, we're creeping up on five years. It'll make it. Amen. And so thank you for your, your faith and your sacrifice and for what you have done. Amen. I want to read a couple key wins for you. Some more statistics for us. And so we've had 631 people graduate from our grow track. Ooh. Amen. That's a lot of people. We've been doing the grow track, what, about not quite 10 years, maybe nine, eight, nine years? 14 years. Hell of a while. About 14 years, Brother Curtis. 14? 14 years. If you've taken that grow track, raise your hand. If your hand is not raised, see one of these folks with their hands raised mm -hmm. and see what you got to do to get in and become part of that graduating statistic. Amen. Yeah, that's right. You want to be equipped? Yeah. Who wants to walk in power? Amen. That's every hand now, right? Hey, if you want to walk in power, you got to be equipped first. That's right. Liberty Church every week is trying to equip you through connection track and grow tracks. Get involved in that stuff. September 23rd, 20, and uh, coming up, so this September 23rd through the 24th, we're having our next encounter retreat. Amen. Amen. Uh, we've had, we'll have our 45th, it'll be the 45th encounter. So if you have not been through an encounter, see somebody, see a leader. We'll get Amen. you plugged in. Y'all, y'all know we went through a year in 2020 with the COVID, right? 
And uh, it significantly dropped our attendance, the lowest it's ever been. But uh, God's still good. Amen. Right? Through that dip in attendance, this is how important being connected is. We still had 354 people regularly attending small groups where they were connected still. Amen. Where they got to continue to grow and thrive and care for each other. So today, as we're hanging out, partying after church, eating food, hanging out, see our small group tent. We're about to launch it here in a couple weeks. If you're not currently in a small group, if you're not running a small group, never been to a small group, go see Miss Dahlia. She'll get you set up. Rave your hands. Oh, hi, Miss Dahlia. She's real excited. She wants to see you, meet you, and give you is it ice cream or popsicles. Popsicles, I think. I was confused when I heard that. So It'll popsicles. Be cold, It'll it be cold, all right? So go see her. Get connected. Get equipped. Get empowered Amen. so that you can stand for truth. Amen? Amen. All right. We ready for me? Sorry. I got the next point. Here we go. We're still getting used to tagging. We don't do this enough. So we need to do it more. We sure do. All right, here we go. All right, so God, God said also, if you look at that next point, he said to create a place where discontented people, right? So we started out with distressed people that needed to find freedom. We found indebted people that needed to be equipped, empowered, and released. And then the last thing God said is that people were discontented. He said, I want you to create a place where discontented people can meet real people, right? Not religious people. Not phony people, not fake people, but real people. How many know we're real people? Liberty Church is real. And uh, what you see is what you get. What I love about our church and our ministry is when you see Pastor Ian on the stage or you see Pastor Ian out killing bugs during the week, right? Because that's what he does uh, during the week to earn a paycheck. He kills bugs. Wherever you see him or anybody else in this church, by the way, anybody you see on this stage or leaders in the church, they are who you see, see them. That's, they are who they are. And there's no pretense and there's no fake and there's no phony. We're just real people. And I love the fact that we got a church filled with a bunch of real people where we can be real. And because uh, God can't change fake people, but God can transform real people. Amen. Amen. That's and good. when you get real, good things really do happen. So God said, create a place where people can meet real people, form a real community of faith. He just talked about the small groups there, how important that is, and make a real difference in the world. How many know that you were created to make a difference? Right, you were made by God, you were made for God, and your life is supposed to make a difference. It's not just about you, it's about your life being a part of something bigger than you and touching the world. So let me give you some more statistics. In the last seven years, we have given away over two, we have given over $227,000 to world missions. Come on, somebody. You want to make a difference? Sow a quarter of a million dollars in spreading the gospel around the world. That'll make a difference. That'll touch people's lives that will be forever changed because of the sacrifice and the seed that you sow. Over 38 people have gone on mission trips, uh, and we're sponsoring 41 children in Uganda. Let me just encourage you. Our mission vision here at Liberty Church is really, really simple. Here, here's how simple it is. Our vision is that every person that calls Liberty Church their home will go on one mission trip. That, that's, that's our vision. And, and the reason our vision is so simple, because we know that simplicity is so powerful. If you ever go on one mission trip, your life will forever be changed. Our goal next year, 2023, where things are opening back up, we're hoping to have six opportunities next year for our Liberty Church campuses to go on mission trips and to be able to make a difference, not just in our own communities, but around the world. And that's a powerful, powerful thing. Uh, in the last 11 years, we've given $242,000 to individuals in our community just through our local outreach. 
Uh, we're going to talk in just a minute. We tithe on the tithe here at Liberty Church. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But we love reaching people right where they are at. And that's paying electric bills. That's helping buy medicine. That's uh, supporting single moms and widows and building wheelchair ramps and all the different things that we get to do on a day-in, day-out basis. Literally, Monday through Friday, the office is closed actually on Monday. Tuesday through Friday, four days a week, there are people calling our church looking for financial assistance and financial aid. We've got an amazing program in place where we help people and we support people and we come alongside people. And again, almost a quarter of a million dollars in the last 11 years has went out just into our local communities, Arab and now Holly Pond, as we're helping people. That's a big deal, guys. That's, that's some good stuff. Amen? Amen. And then just, just this year alone, of course, we all came together and over $36,000 our Liberty Church campuses gave to support families in Ukraine that have been displaced from the war. So that's an amazing thing. You guys are making a difference. And what I love is you can look around in Arab and Holly Pond and you can see the difference. But not only are we making a difference right here, we're, we're reaching out beyond our own communities and touching the world. And that's a powerful thing. Amen? That's an awesome number, $36,000 that we've shown. Hey, and you know what? They ain't talking about that a whole lot anymore. You know, we're still in a war. Yeah, that's right. They are still in they a are war. They're still in a war. So I hope you're still praying, yep. still believing. We can continue to sow and make that number even greater. Amen. Amen for the kingdom of God. Look at that next point. I love this point. This is really one of our mission statements, right? And so God said Liberty Church is to be reaching out and raising up, right? Reaching out to a hurting, broken world and raising those hurting, broken people up into their full potential in Christ, into their full gifting, into their full talents, into their full anointing. If you get raised up into your full anointing and potential, y'all, the devil better watch out. Amen. Right? And so that's, that's, that's God's heartbeat also. He wants us to reach out and to raise up. So I have a question for you today. Are you doing that? I say, are you doing that? Or are you just dependent on Pastor Keith to do that? Are you just dependent on our children's workers to do that? Are you just dependent on the youth pastors to do that? Because y'all read your Bible, right? Amen. You know the church is not a building. Yeah. It's a people. And so each and every one of us, if, if Jesus has worked in our lives, if we're living in a real relationship with him every day, you have a mantle. Amen. You have a voice to see, recognize hurting, broken people Amen. and to reach out to help, comfort, encourage, love, help, lift up, and raise up. Amen. Right? The Lord showed me something this week. You know, we all have this vision of, of Jesus, right? He is love, right? Anybody agree to that? Amen. Right? He That's is. Right. And we, we, we picture him reaching out all the time, right? As that hand, like helping us out. Did he help anyone out of the pigsty? Yo, he had to pull me out of mine, right? Amen. That's but this, right. with this big right R, he pulled me out of it, right? And so that's nine out of ten times how we visualize God's love. It's an it's extension of, of a hand. It's, it's help. It's comfort. And so, but we got to look past. There, there, there's another side of God. The love of God is also a, a nudging. Did you know that? The love of God a lot of times looks like a, a mother bird that sometimes has to <laughs> Amen, that's right. kick him out of the nest a little bit so that they can. This is for somebody. God's telling you to fly. Amen, that's right. You've Amen. been raised up. You know the truth. You have a call. 
You have an appointment. You have an anointing. God says the time is now. And now I want you to fly. You've been raised up. I want you to extend that hand and help nudge some others. Right? Look at all these people. Yo, what would happen if we reached out and raised up every day? What would happen to our cities? Yeah, amen. Y'all, we live in an awesome city, by the way. Yeah, we do. I'm from Michigan. Y'all, and a lot of cities in Michigan look nothing like our city. Yeah. And it's because of that divine favor of God. Yeah, amen. Right? But we can still turn it upside down yes, even more. Let's go to the cracks and crevices. That's what we're he said, do. I kill bugs, and I spray the cracks and crevices to kill the bugs yeah. because that's where they travel. And God's, he's, he's above cracks and crevices. Yeah, yeah. Well, what could happen if the light of Christ would shine? Come on, somebody. Amen, that's right. Into the dark recesses of Arab and Holly Amen. Pond to reach Woo. out and to raise up. Yeah. Amen in these last days. Who believes we're in the last days? Yeah, amen, that's right. Amen. So if we're in the last days, does that mean the clock's ticking? Yeah. You might not have tomorrow. That's right. Stop telling God, I'll do it tomorrow. Stop telling God, I'll do it next week. Don't tell them next month. That's a long ways. Yeah. There ain't no telling what's going to happen between now and next month. Yeah. I mean, let's be fully engaged. And if we love God, why wouldn't we be? Yeah. Right? If we fully believe, why, why would we hold back? Amen. Got some more key wins for you. Look at this. And I, you know, I try to challenge you personally. I try to do that in Holly Pond a lot. And so I hope you're doing that. I hope you see the value in that you have a gift to, to reach out and raise up. But I want to kind of brag on our church because all of our key ministries are doing this. They are, they are, doing, they are doing an awesome job. Y'all give them a hand, especially those children's workers that are watching your kids every week. Our awesome youth pastors, where's Micah and Shelby? Are they here too? Yeah. And Samantha and John Wesley that watch your kids every week, right? They're reaching out and raising up. Look, um, our, our Children's River's Edge and uh, Youth 2911 Ministries continue to grow, reaching the next generation with the gospel of Jesus, empowering them to be the church of today. Our youth ministry is now has youth serving on our worship team. Did y'all notice that? Yeah, How awesome is that? Our young people, they're interested, guys. Yeah, they are. See, we're real people serving a real God, and people are starving for truth. Amen. People are starving for truth. Yeah. Our kids are starving for truth. Yeah, they are. Yeah, truth has a name. Yeah. Amen. His name's Jesus. That's right. Right. He said, "I am the way and the truth and the Amen. life." That's right. Y'all don't give up on our young people. Amen. They're starving for truth, and we got awesome young young people leading our young people. Yes, we. And do. they're fully engaged in the church. Amen. Look at our food bank. It gives away 8,900 pounds of food a year, supporting 264 families. This happens on the first Sunday of every month. We also worked with six other local churches to give away 27,000 pounds of food at a community-wide food distribution just last month. We also partnered with Room at the End. Did y'all know this? Where we house homeless people. Each church in the communities, Marshall, Coleman, mainly yeah, just Marshall County. Marshall County right Churches take take turns housing folks throughout the week. Amen. They give them a meal, they give them a cot, and they get to stay at the church. And we're, we're a part of this, providing 20 homeless meals packs every month to those in need. Our forever outreach ministry. Y'all, we just did something awesome just last weekend. Yeah, amen, that's right. Amen. Got to bless our communities. I told our Holly Pond, we got to bless them with the best. Yeah. We got them the best backpacks, the best supplies, right? Well, now we've given gift, gift uh, cards for cool shoes. Yeah. You know, God's people should have the best. Yeah, amen. Right, let's equip our, our people with the best. Even if they ain't come to church, let's show them the love of Christ. Amen. We got to do that. You got to do that, right? 
Backpacks and shoes, we gave away 271 pairs of shoes, totaling $30,000 and 52 salvations. Plus, hoodies and hopes, that's come, coats and hoodies is coming up next uh, in a couple months. We're going to do that in the fall. Liberty Church Counseling Ministries offers free Christian counseling uh, by certified and trained counselors to everyone needing help overcoming life's challenges. This past year, we ministered over 215 hours of free counseling. There's free counseling available if Amen. you need it. That's right. Amen. Use it. Be equipped. Be empowered. Be released. Celebrate recovery. Who loves CR? Are any CR folks? Man, there we go. I'm a CR folk. Right? Equips and empowers people every week to walk out their freedom and overcome their hurts, habits, and hang-ups. It supports individuals, families, and children dealing with the epidemic of addiction in our nation. Last year, we celebrated with 619 people who received a chip for being sober. And we served 2,884 free meals. That's a hallelujah. Amen. That's Sorry, we're Yeah, right that's good stuff. Good stuff. Amen. That is good stuff. Amen. So Liberty Church is winning souls making disciples and destroying the works of the devil. And here's the good news. We're just getting started. Amen. 24 years in, and uh, we're just now getting wound up. We're just now coming into a place. How many of you uh, are over 40 years old in here? All right. Good looking. How, how many of you are over 50 years old? Hey, we're all 24 today. Man, all right. So if you remember back when you were 24 years old, man, you're just getting it figured out. Right? You're just starting to get this thing figured out. You're starting to get some traction under your feet. You're starting to realize, hey, all the mistakes that I made and all the things that I thought were really important maybe weren't that important. And all of a sudden, you started gaining some traction. I'm just going to tell you, it took us 24 years. Uh, we're just now getting some traction, guys. We're, we're just now getting the place where what God is going to do in the next 24 years is going to be multiplied exponentially over Liberty Church and over the nations as we touch the world with the gospel. And so we're just now being positioned to a place where we can really make an impact beyond anything I think that we've ever really imagined. And so I'm, I'm, I'm honored and excited about that. So four years ago, God really spoke to us and he, he said, Keith, he said, I want us to begin to plant Dollar Generals and not Walmarts, right? We talked about that. We talked about how that every small church, every small community deserves a life-giving church. And uh, so... Four years ago, or three and a half years ago, we planted our Holly Pond campus. And last year at this meeting, when we gathered together, we talked about that our next goal was by 2025, we were going to plant our next campus. And I believe that we're on track uh, to make that happen as we continue to look out and reach out for what God has called us to do. Uh, but today, what I really want to focus on and what me and Ian really want to share with you in this kind of last part of this message this morning is, is really what I believe God has showed us is our next step. The next step, the next season, the next moment. And, and again, for all you guys out here today, you realize, man, there are seasons, right? There are seasons in your life. If you're raising babies, how I many you know there's a season when they're little and they're little bitty babies and then they become old enough to walk around and get into everything and then they become a little older and a little older and then they become teenagers, Lord help us, Jesus, and then all kind of amazing things happen, right? And there are seasons, there are seasons in your marriage, there's seasons in your career. Well, there's seasons in the life of the church. And part of our job and the leadership of Liberty Church's job is to help kind of define that season. What season are we in? And I really believe that Isaiah 54 verse 2, God spoke this scripture to us a, a couple months ago. And, and I really feel like this scripture defines the next season that we're kind of stepping into. It says this, uh, Isaiah speaking under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. God says, enlarge the place of your tent. Let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your 
stakes. So let's talk about what that means. So Liberty Church is one church with one vision in multiple locations. We have enlarged our tent. How many of you know we've been enlarging our tent? Come on, somebody. We've been stretching out, and we've been enlarging our tent. We have been... Uh, <laughs> We have been stretching ourselves. Anybody in Holly Pond feel stretched? <laughs> Anybody on the Arab worship team that's been leading worship in two places for the last year and a half feel stretched? Anybody that serves in children's ministry feel stretched? Anybody in any ministry ever feel stretched? I'm just going to tell you something. If you're serving God faithfully, you're going to feel stretched. And there's been a lot of stretching going on uh, here at Liberty Church. Uh, so we've stretched ourselves. We've lengthened our reach. We're continually touching more and more people with the gospel. But we really felt like, I really felt the Lord said, but right now, right now, the focal point for this next season at Liberty Church is for us to strengthen our stakes. For us to strengthen our stakes, for us to strengthen the ministries, the families, and the outreaches that we currently have in place. For us to go deeper so we can continue to reach further. And I really believe that's what God wants to do in this next season. So let me, I wrote this down because I didn't want to misspeak. So let me just say this for everybody. I want you to hear this. Before we plan another campus, before we try to stretch ourselves too thin, before we lengthen our cords any further and try to bring in something or somewhere else that we've not done, we are going to strengthen what we have. Amen. We're going to take this next season. I don't know how long that's going to be. I don't know the pastor Ian knows how long that's going to be. But we're going to take this next season as the Lord leads us. And we're going to take our focus not from reaching out because we're reaching out, raising up church. But we're going to take our focus on how do we strengthen what we have and go deeper so we can continue to reach further with what God has for us. If you've ever raised a family, and many of you have, if you've ever even went through any kind of workout regimen in your life, you realize there are seasons, and there are seasons where you've got to rest, refresh, and refocus so you can press through to the next place. And I really feel like that's where we're at at a season. We're in a season where God says, I want you to strengthen what we have and that's exciting. So we're going to talk about three ways we can kind of do that. I held up four fingers, but we're going to talk about three. Okay. <laughs> physically, talk about this. Let's talk about uh, physically. Physically, we're going to strengthen our stakes by building our teams that we already have, deepening the teams that are in place here at Liberty Church. We believe in team leadership. We believe that it's the, the dream, the team that makes the dream work, and that when we come together, it's not about a one-man show. Ian and I get to stand on the stage every Sunday and preach, but the realization is what happens at Liberty Church is a gazillion times bigger than me and him. There, there is a great big work that's happening, and it's all the people that are working and the teams that we're building that are making amazing things happen. And so we're going to strengthen our teams. We're going to, think about this, we're going to enhance our facilities. I, I don't know if that means a paved parking lot in Holly Pond. Praying and praying. <laughs> if that means a little more technology for us to continue to reach out online. Uh, I'm not sure what that really fully means, but I just understand we got to continue to enhance what we have, even our facilities, so we can create a place for people to come. And then we're going to strengthen our stakes by continuing to care for one another, just by loving each other, by being our brother's keeper. And, and the realization is this. You look around this room today, and, and, the, and the realization is everybody that calls Liberty Church their home is not here today. We're bigger than what's in this room here this morning 
But even if you just look at who's in the room here today, the realization is being able to care for this many people is a whole lot bigger than me and Ian. It's a whole lot bigger than Pastor Kelly and Pastor Jessica. It's a whole lot bigger than our families trying to do these things. It requires the body, right? We are our brother's keeper. And, and we're going to just continue to strengthen the stakes. But how can we keep caring for one another? How can we keep supporting one another? How can we keep standing by each other? I, one of my favorite quotes is a John Maxwell quote. He said this years ago. He said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So we're going to strengthen our stakes physically by number one, building our teams. I'm going to do something. Dick and Tina, are you guys still in the room here today? Dick and Tina. Y'all go ahead and stand up over there. Dick, Dick and Tina. Love you guys. Dick and Tina lead our children's ministry at our Holly Pond campus. And I'll let you sit down just so everybody ain't looking at you so much. But anyway, but they are an amazing couple. And, and let me just tell you what they do. They, they, they work hard. <laughs> Uh, they not only lead our Sunday morning children's ministry there, they oversee the Celebrate Recovery Friday night uh, children's ministries at our Holly Pond campus. And they are in the trenches. And so let me just challenge you. Imagine if for the last three years you were at church every time the door was open. And maybe once a month you got to sit in a service. Maybe. Maybe. Imagine if you were at church every time the doors was open for the last three years. And maybe once a month, you got to sit in a service and worship like we worshiped and hear the word of the Lord and be able to come up front for prayer and ministry. Imagine that. See, we, we all really take it a whole lot for granted that we get to show up and, and we get to sit in a chair and we get to enjoy the worship and there's somebody taking care of our kids and there's somebody running the media and there's somebody leading worship and somebody's bringing a message and we get to enjoy it. But imagine being Dick and Tina who for over three years have been at every service Sunday and Friday night, every special event, and maybe once a month they get to sit in a service and receive the word of the Lord. So this is what I want to do this morning. We're going to strengthen the stakes today. Okay? We're going to strengthen the stakes. Can you look around this room here today? And let me just tell you what I know. This is all we need. We just need six people. Six people from Arab. Six people. From Arab campus that would say, hey, I'm willing to give one Sunday a month to drive to Holly Pond and serve in children's ministries so that Dick and Tina can at least maybe worship once or twice a month at our Holly Pond campus. Now, let me tell you what's amazing. Let me, let me tell you what's amazing about the way the Lord has structured us. COVID, God, God works all things together for good, right? So God set us up through COVID where you could come to church at Arab and worship at 9.30 and enjoy everything from beginning to end. You can get in your car, you can drive to Holly Pond, be there by the time the doors open and service starts. You could serve in children's ministry and come home and you could have the best of both worlds. And you could strengthen the stakes of our Holly Pond campus. And the reason I'm not asking our Holly Pond people, most of our Holly Pond people are double teaming. And I understand we got a lot of Arab folks that double team too. We got some great people, hardworking folks. But here's what I know. I know there are people sitting in this room right now that you could make a once a month commitment for three to six months. Once a month, I'm going to drive to Holly Pond on Sunday at 11.15. And I'm going to support and build that team. Because I believe in the next three to six months, every week new families are coming to Holly Pond. Every week people are getting saved at Holly Pond. God is doing amazing things at Holly Pond. I believe in three to six months that team can be stronger than it's ever been. 
But at the same time, how many of you understand how important it is that the leader that leads <laughs> stays refreshed themselves? And so how many of you in this room today could say, I think we can make that happen? Y'all believe we can make that happen? So if you're willing to make that happen, all I need you to do is I just need you to call the church office this week, 931-HOPE. Y'all say that with me, 931-HOPE. And say, hey, I want to be one of those six, and I want to be a part of that. And there may be a process you have to go through. I'm not sure where you are in the process. You may be ready to go next week, and then we're going to connect you with them awesome folks. Dick and Tina, y'all wave at everybody again. See, the great thing about being one church with one vision in multiple locations is we get to support each other. And we don't want to launch another campus until we make sure our current campuses are functioning and that our team and team leaders are refreshed. And here's the good news. It's not hard. <laughs> it's simple. It just takes amazing people to do little things to make a big difference. Amen? All right. I'm going to give you one more thought, and then we'll turn it back over to Pastor Ian. Second way we're going to finance, we're going to strengthen ourselves is financially. Financially, we're going to strengthen our stakes by continuing to tithe on the tithe. We'll talk about that a little bit more. We're going to continue to invest in our future. We're looking ahead. I want you to understand, we're not thinking about just today. We're thinking about tomorrow. We're not just thinking about this generation. We're thinking about the next generation. We're not just thinking about Arab and Holly Pond. We're thinking about the other campuses that we're going to be planning and launching. And so we're going to invest in the future. We're going to save for our next campus to be launched debt-free. Can I hear a debt-free amen from somebody this morning? So let me give you some good news this morning. So many of you know this. Back in December of last year, we paid off our Arab campus 17 years early. Come on. That was a 30-year note that got paid off in 13 years. And June of... This year, just a month ago, we do got a secret. You want, you want to tell them? You sure? You sure? I'm just excited. Just last month, 17 years early also, we paid off our Holly Pond campus. Woo! Give them a shot. That's on you guys. Yep. So that means Liberty Church is debt free. Oh, you better shout now. Come on. Oh, come on, Jesus. Woo. Now I want to do something. I don't know if they're all in the room here today, but uh, I want to ask our elders, their wives, if they would just stand up. Brother Curtis and Diane, uh, Forrest and Lisa, Jim and Anita. I'm not sure if Forrest and Lisa and Jim and Anita are all in the room here today. But I just want to let you know our elders are amazing. They are very much the reason. It is the generosity of the church but it is the discipline and focus of our elders, I'm just going to tell you, that have made this happen. Brother Jim, who's our financial elder, I mean, it has been his mission <laughs> to get us debt free. And Brother Jim and Brother Curtis and Brother Forrest have focused us consistently. They have continually brought us back. We have been working a debt-free plan for I don't know how many years now. And every month we've been paying on debt and paying on debt and paying on debt. And these guys have spearheaded it. I want to give our elders a great big round of applause. Come on, they, they are very much the reason. We love you guys. So 
I mean, it, it is amazing. As Ian said, it really is through the generosity of the church. So, so let, me, let me tell you what we're going to do next in that area. So as I said, we're going to continue to tithe on the tithe. So we, we literally drank 10% of what comes in the church, and we put it back into the community to help people. And I said it earlier, it's paying electric bills, it's helping widows and single moms, it's putting gas in people's cars as they go uh, out to uh, the, the doctor visits and hospitals, it's helping people in typically their worst moments of their lives. And we get to partner with folks and share the love of Jesus. Liberty Church has a reputation, we're called the church that helps people, amen? And that's a beautiful testimony, I'll take that any day over the church that's got good preachers. <laughs> the church that helps people. And, and we love helping people, and we're committed to doing that. And so, so if you're a Dave Ramsey fan, I'm a Dave Ramsey fan, you, you know that Dave Ramsey teaches this principle. He said the purpose of getting debt-free is because when you get debt-free, you can actually live what he calls a outrageously generous life. And that's who we are, guys. We want to continue to not just be generous. We want to be outrageously generous. We're going to save for our future. We're going to plan every campus from this moment on debt-free. We're going to invest in our future doing the things as we prepare and plan for the things that are coming. And again, praise God for our elders because they do an amazing job financially keeping us on point and on track toward the things that matter. But we're also going to continue to raise the bar of our generosity and continue to not just be the church that helps people, but we want to be that outrageous church that loves people unconditionally and reaches people in their darkest hours. How many know it's when you're at your lowest low that somebody can make the biggest difference in your life? Amen? And so I'm going to ask you to help us. This is what we need you to do. I need you to do two things. Number one, I need you to keep giving. Amen? This is not a time for us to pull back. This is time for us to press in and say, hey, we're going to get to do more good than we've ever done before. So we're going to keep tithing and we're going to keep giving. The second thing I need you to do, y'all remember that phone number a while ago, 931 one more time, 931. All right, so I need you to give, and number two, I need you to call. <laughs> Miss Anita, who is our amazing church secretary, I'm just going to tell you, that, that quarter of a million dollars that we've given away in local outreach, all of that is funneled through her hands. She takes the applications. She does the follow-up calls. She helps to minister and pray with all those people that come through our church. It's what's an amazing job she does to make that happen. But I want you to call 931-HOPE, and this is what I want you to do. A lot of the people that come to our church all throughout the week asking for help, as I said, are on the bottom of the barrel. They're, they're, they're at wit's end, and, and they're reaching out in every way, form, or fashion to get help. But, but we know something else to be true. Here's what, what we know to be true, and this is where we need your help. There are a lot of people, just like me and you, that are working hard every week, right? They're doing their best to provide for their family. They're doing all the things they know to do to make all the ends meet. But then somebody gets sick or somebody breaks a leg or there's an accident or a blowout or something tears up and it doesn't take a whole lot for that hard-working family to get behind. And for that one day of missing work to become a chain reaction in their life that begins to cause them to find themselves in desperate, dire straits. So this is what we want to do. We want to help them. But we need you to help us help them. Because most of those people that are working hard every day and doing the best they can do, just like me and you, most of those people, whether they're in our church or in your family or on your job, most of them aren't calling the church office. They're just going to try to figure out how they can get through it and do it and make it happen. But this is what we want you to do. We want you, if you know somebody in our church that needs a little help, 
If you know somebody in your family, you know somebody on your job, a legitimate need. I mean, they're that hardworking person that's doing all they know to do, but they need just a little help. $50, $100 could make a big difference and help covering the cost of that electric bill or help replacing that tire that blew out or help fixing the car that didn't make it to work that day. We want you to call us. And we want you to say, hey, I know this family, and here's their name and their phone number. And I believe, here's the need, I believe this is a legitimate need, we, want to, we can help them. And this is what we want to do, we want to help them. <laughs> we want you to help us help people. I'm not saying we can do everything because we can't do everything, but I am saying if it's a legitimate need, we can do something to help those people. And in 24 years, we've never been able to do everything to meet every need, but we have honestly tried to meet every legitimate need that's walked through the door of our church. And we want you to help us meet those needs so 931 and you're gonna keep giving and you're gonna start calling and let us know right so don't let the people you know struggle when there's a church that wants to help them and because every time we help somebody financially you know what we do we also sow a spiritual seed in their life that makes a difference so we're gonna strengthen our stakes physically we're gonna strengthen our stakes financially pastor Ian Pass it back to you. That's awesome. We all know somebody, right? Amen. That's how we're the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah. You know, sometimes to be the hands and feet, you got to open up your wallet. Amen. Amen. We Amen. serve a practical God. We're very practical God. He's awesome, but he's real practical. Last, last point. Let's look at it. And uh, y'all lean in and, and read it because it's a doozy. <laughs> somebody really awesome and cool and anointed <laughs> might have wrote it. Had a lot of words. It's a lot of words. <laughs> hey, that be the biggest point we've ever had. Biggest point, I believe it is. For our 24 anniversary. Ever had. So yeah. I'm going to try and read it. Y'all read it. Bury it. Lean in and look, you know, and try and read it with me. Amen. So this is how we're going to wrap this up today. And so spiritually, we're going to strengthen. Somebody say strengthen. Amen. Our stakes. Let's make that our prayer, guys. Yep. I challenged our, I'm going to stop for a second. I challenged our Holly Pond folks the last month or so, you know, I feel like I spend a lot of time praying for our campus, and I feel like our people spend a lot of time praying for our campus. Yeah. And I challenge, you know, how often are we praying for the Arab campus, right? Because it's one church, one vision. You know, a lot of times addicts, if you would come out of addiction, when you first get born again, you spend a lot of time praying for you because <laughs> you need it, right? And then once you mature and grow out of that place, you begin to see and pray for others. And we were a very, we were a very young church. We're only three and a half, four years old. And so, but I feel like we're growing out of that where we can be less self-focused because God is strengthening us. But that we can begin to, you know, begin to pray for our Arab campus as well and pray for Pastor Keith and Kelly. Amen. Because I know they're praying for us. Amen. Amen. So that's a challenge for us Holly Pond folks. As we strengthen our stakes, we need to be aware of there's more things going on than just at our campus. Amen. Right? And so, sorry about that. Took a little rabbit trail. Pick it up there. So, we're going to strengthen our stakes by continuing to reach people with the gospel through our seven pillar ministries. By continuing to empower people to find freedom and discover God's purpose calling through our grow tracks slash encounter weekends. By continuing to build and equip the next level, somebody say next level, next of level. leadership through apprenticeship, leadership, training, and by continuing to create small group opportunities for people to connect, relationally grow spiritually, and experience the love of God through our spiritual family. Amen. Say this with me. Forever family. Forever family. Is focused. It's focused. On the care of people. Care of people. We are trying to grow a spiritual family. Yep. Maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, we, we, we preached a message titled Forever Family. Yep. 
That was really a statement that the Lord gave me. And I feel like we have, that's been our mantra a little bit at Holly Pond Campus. We are a forever family, right? Am I speaking to anybody? Amen. I know that I know that I know that my forever family has my back. Yeah. And I hope and pray that they know that they know that they know that I have their backs. Yeah. And how do we demonstrate that? How do we prove that by all these things that we just read? Yeah. Reaching out, raising up. We equip them through the means and the avenues that we have here at church. Small groups. Celebrate recovery. Grow tracks, connection tracks, encounter weekends. Our seven pillar leadership team. If you're on our seven pillar leadership team at Arab Alley Pond, thank you so much Woo! for your sacrifice and the things that you're doing. We're just getting. And so, this is how we care for people. This is how we care and strengthen the people that we already have, like Pastor Keith said, right? And so, Forever Family is focused on care. Think about your family, family. You would do anything for your kids. I will do anything for my two boys. I never thought I would say this, but I would sacrifice my life. Any parents? Something happens when you become a parent. I see the the father's heart becoming a parent. I I see that he would die for me if he loves me that much because I'd die for my two sons. Right? What would you do for your church? Are you just coming? And receiving, and receiving, and receiving, and praising hallelujahs, and receiving, and saving. You know, see, God wants to give us things to fill us. Somebody tracking with me? Yeah. So that you can deposit some things. He doesn't just fill us so we can stay comfortably full. He fills us so that we can reach the ends of the earth for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right? Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Kelly and Pastor Jessica to come up here and join us. I think Kelly may share a little something. Come on, sweetie. She said she was good. (laughs) That's okay. Uh, So Keith asked me last week if I wanted to say anything. I was like, no, I'm good. And then he asked me on a Friday morning again, and instantly I just said, no, I'm good. I already told you no. And then the Lord got a hold of me Saturday morning as I was getting ready, and he said, but you didn't ask me. And so I was like, all right, okay. So, um, you know, me and Keith were talking over the last two weeks about when we started Liberty Church. And um, my goodness. I think about all the amazing and wonderful things that he's done in my life. You know, so when Keith and me first started talking about him him talking to me about starting a church, and I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You said we would never start a church because there's a lot of churches out there that aren't filled. So why are you talking about this now? (laughs) And so, um, you know, I'm thankful that Keith was obedient. I'm thankful that I submitted to his vision. And I'm so thankful that um, we started Liberty Church because I'm just going to tell you, if we hadn't, I don't know that I would be here physically. I don't know that I would be here. Because it was at Liberty Church that God connected me with a man that connected me with his daughter that lived in a different state that led me to Healing House Ministries over in Georgia where I got healed and delivered and set free. Amen. So, so I am extremely thankful for Liberty Church, 
for that. You know, it changed my life. It changed our marriage. It changed our family. I'm thankful for all the people that I have gotten to know at Liberty Church. I mean, all of you amazing people. There are many that aren't here, but all of you people that are here now that I know, you have blessed my life. You have changed me. And so I just want to say thank you. Thank you to our elders. Oh, my goodness. I have so many wonderful stories. I wish I had more time to talk about all the stories that I have. So many fun memories. Curtis and Diane doing um, Sonny and Cher one year when we did the No Talent Talent Show. I have a video somewhere. Man, just all the great memories that we have. I'm just so very thankful, you know, for all you that are serving every Sunday, every Wednesday, all throughout the week. You know, we would not be where we are today without you. So I just want to say thank you. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord yes. praise. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to ask the Lord's blessing over our meal and over our fellowship today. We want to say we're glad you're here today. Uh, I know this was a different service and wasn't, quote, normal. But I hope you were encouraged. I hope that you saw a little bit of where we came from, saw the significance of your life. Every person here matters. Every one of you have made a contribution to making Liberty Church who it is and what it is. And, and I hope that you believe as we believe that the best really is yet to come. And we're just going to ask a, a, just a closing prayer over our time together. We're going to go ahead and bless the food. After the prayer, I want to ask you to hang out with me for just a minute. I got a couple final instructions before we leave. I want to say to our online campus guys, we love y'all. We're so glad you're joining us. And so glad that you're a part of our Liberty Church family. And I'm sorry you're not eating pig with us today. Because <laughs> it's going to be really good. Amen? Amen. All right, let's bow our heads today. Father, we love you. God, I thank you that we can just be real people here today. Or no show, no, no fluff, no puff. Just us. And God, I thank you that the best part about any of us in this room today is you. <laughs> or that you've redeemed us and you've rescued us. And we are who we are because of your grace. That was bestowed upon us. We thank you for Liberty Church and for every person that makes this church North Alabama's greatest church. And we just ask, Father, your blessing and favor. Lord, we thank you that as we strengthen our stakes, that we're going to go deep so we can reach far. And Lord, that you are establishing us and strengthening us in ways that we never even imagined possible. And Lord, that you're going to do things through Liberty Church, Lord, that we're going to look back in 24 years and we're going to stand in awe of the glory of God. Lord, may your name be great. And may it be greatly praised. And we give you all the glory and the honor today in Jesus' name. Amen.